Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Okay, let's admit that social media can literally be the devil to any relationship, right? But what he's doing on social media with another woman, is it inappropriate? We're going to talk about it today on the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast, all right? Welcome to it, everybody. My name is uh, Steve Kramer, and my mom's name is Nancy Yancey, and we host this podcast together. And it's, it's supposed to like make you feel good, lift you up, feel good, make you think, all that kind of good stuff. And we'll start by introducing you to her. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. I want to start the show today with a voicemail, which we rarely do, but I feel like this has to be addressed because I just can't. I, I heard it right before I sat down to uh, record with you. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Here's uh, here's listen to this call we just got at 888-Kramer8. Hey, Kramer, it's Valerie from San Diego. I just wanted to call you because I cannot get my dad to listen to your podcast because of one thing that I'd like for you to clear up. I didn't hear the segment, but he heard a segment of you saying, um, why can't you use the N-word? And he did not understand why (laughs) you had a segment like that. Like, he thought that you truly believed that you should be able to use the N-word. So if that was misconstrued, if he heard it wrong, can you please address it? I would really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Bye, Kramer. So, yeah, um, I just felt the need to clear that up. And these last couple of weeks have been really tricky because I do want to talk about race stuff. I really feel so educated and have over the past two weeks between watching documentaries and talking with Miguel and my, my good friend who's black and from like researching and like watching and hearing and listening. I've never felt more educated on the, on the topic of race issues in this country when it comes to the black community than I do right now in my life. Mm -hmm. I, the problem that I have always had, and this goes back to my radio days is people hear things that just aren't necessarily true. Mm. And it would happen all the time on the radio. Well, I heard you say, uh, da, 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 da. Uh, I, I can only thing I can remember is that we go back to the episode with Miguel episode number 48. I think I asked the question of like, uh, why, why can it be used in rap songs? But like, I can't use it. And I think that was meant in a very broad sense of like, why can't I use the N word. I don't remember if that's what I said. I don't think that's what I said, but if there's any way I could have used that in the last couple of shows, that's where it would have been, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't use the N word. I have not used the N word in a very long time. Now, I grew up in a in Atlanta, and mm-hmm. I grew up with a big, diverse group of kids, and that term was used as a term of endearment with each other back when I was in like middle school. Really? I don't even think high school. But oh yeah. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah. With, with an A at the end of it. Oh yeah. Like that would be something you would just say to one another. Like what's to up? Your N-word? white friends and your black friends. Yes. yes. No. Um, now, like obviously I was, you know, probably 10 years old or whatever. <laughs> oh, Didn't really middle know school, you were probably 14. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was very, You're smart, very advanced. But... <laughs> I was very advanced. Um, 
whatever you are, just some dumb, teen, dumb kid, you know, we obviously didn't know the word we use. We just knew that our, that our friends that were black would say it to us and we would say it to them. And then we would say it to one another. And I, kids mm. of all races would say it to one another. And yeah. I don't think I realized probably through mid high school, the kind of uh, like what the word meant, because I, I didn't really have a black history, even like black <sighs> history month. You weren't really taught. You were more taught like the, you know, like the, the pretty story of black history. Oh, look <laughs> at this. Look at these great accomplishments from mm-hmm. all of these, uh, you know, these amazing black people. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you're not really told the, the full story, you know, right. we kind of get like black history month kind of romanticizes what I, 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 I think the truth really is, you right. know, we don't really see it's more about the accomplishments and not how downtrodden they've been. Right. And I yeah. think that is almost to their dismay because we yes. don't talk about it because it does make us uncomfortable because if we just sit here and focus on all the people that have done great things versus about all the people that have been tortured and mm-hmm. have been, uh, you know, uh, put down because of their race, I feel mm-hmm. like we probably could have had this discussion a long time ago. Yes. Um, so I just want to make sure it's it's very clear that mm-hmm. I don't think it's okay to use the N-word. No. So you can tell your dad in, in, in the nicest of ways, uh, this <laughs> podcast is safe for him. And I, I also don't use any other derogatory words for, <laughs> for anybody else either. And that uh, word was never used in our home. No, no, no. It was just like something we would say to one another. Like, no, as, like, I didn't even know that. What would you have said? Would you have, would you have stopped me? Yes, absolutely. There is nothing good about that word, whether it ends with E-R or A. No, it's not good. I do know this, though, too, is that there is still that generation. I was flipping around on TikTok the other day, and apparently, and I don't remember which one of the video games, but apparently like one of the video games uh, put up a Black Lives Matter thing when you turn the game on, you know, the, mm. um, and the guy was uh, joking, like the like the poster was po- joking about how um, he was like, well, what do you think all of us say? What word do you think we use when we are all playing this game? And it was a white kid. And so then I read the comments trying to like see, and it was like, oh yeah, yeah, that's what everybody says when they're on the game. I think that's probably still a word that mm. teenage, young teenagers probably use Hmm. as like a term of endearment and i just hmm. i i just don't i don't know i, I hope don't. they rethink that i do too i do too i just think when you're that age you're kind of an asshole that's like you're a complete <laughs> asshole ages between like that that know. is truly that is the worst age i think middle yeah. school is the most challenging age and f- what from 14 to 16 13 yeah. to 15 whatever you're just, oh you're just an it's hard. It's hard. You're no. trying to figure it out. We're still trying um, to figure it out, but. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> How many years later, I'm still up here trying to figure it out. But I think that's good that we're still figuring out. I think it, and I think it's good that we can ask these questions. And that voicemail doesn't make me upset. Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure it's really clear that like, yes. uh, you know, that that word's not okay. It's definitely not okay on this podcast. And if it came off that I thought it was okay, mm-hmm. I was probably asking it in like a hypothetical way. And, and I don't you know. Okay. No. Uh, Ma, what do you think about me watching a birthing video? Well, I think if you want to, it's fine. I, I've been getting mixed reactions since yet. Did you listen to yesterday's show? Uh, or of course busy? I did. Yes, so I have I, to see what you delete from what I said. <laughs> You'd be surprised how much my mama cut out. 
<laughs> like her Sunday shows are usually like 20 minutes long. So I have to cut them down to like four. <laughs> um, I, should, I should like, I should release one of the, like one of the episodes uncensored, you know, like, oh, no, it's good. It's good. You can hear the difference between like the, the edited version and the unedited version. You're in charge of this podcast. I'm just hanging around. Well, I asked a question on yesterday's show and I've gotten such a weird mixed reaction about it, mm-hmm. about, about watching a birthing video. Mm-hmm. Um, I told you that I had, a friend that had her friends come over and watch birthing videos <laughs> and uh, or not birthing, but like her birthing video of her right. giving birth and her friends like came over and made like a girl's night out of it. I thought it was so weird. And I've been, been getting like total mixed reactions. And I um, like here, let me play this voicemail right here. Hey Kramer. It's Eileen from Lowry branch, Georgia, a certified fan and love to support the podcast that I listen to. So I know that was uncomfortable for you. But I'm glad you did it, glad you asked, and I think great things are to come. But my main reason for calling was about the birthing videos, and that is just not normal. I mean, I'm a grandmother. I've had four of my own, and I have have four of my own grandkids. I've only witnessed two of those because they asked me to be in the room, but didn't video it. I don't know any of my friends that have ever done such a thing, so no, that is totally not normal. I, don't, I think that's a personal family thing to share. But about what you mentioned today on Monday about watching one on your podcast, no, don't do that. It'll scare you to death. I think it only means a lot if it's your own child. And it's an experience that hopefully you and your future wife can view, plan, see together. So I don't, I love what you're doing on the show, but I'm not sure I'm a big fan of you watching a birthing video. So I got that right, um, and on uh, um, there's a few more calls, and the Instagram is really split too. And I, um, I've actually have plenty of people that have like sent me birthing videos, not of them, but ones they have like on the internet, and are like, uh, one girl was even like, "Hey, I have my sister's birthing video. I can send that to you." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like, <laughs> So now I feel like I'm like, like the ball is rolling. I can't keep up anymore. I'm like, oh shit. Like now I'm going to careful the DMs I open and like what I'm going to see. I open up, you know? I mean, do you think it would, you think it would give me any benefit at all by watching it? Would it would expand my mind? Would it make me more understanding or get it more? You think if I were to watch one of these? Honestly. Well, you know, as I said the other day, it's really one of the most beautiful things in the world. It's miraculous. It is yeah. miraculous. But I know that people have trouble watching other people's. Like yeah. they may enjoy watching their own, but it's it feels kind of strange to watch someone else's. I've never been invited to watch someone else's. So, you know, I don't know what that would be like. But, um, you know, to me, it's just and and. Don't worry. Yours was not videoed, nor were any either of yours. I definitely don't want to watch my own. That's for sure. I really. I wish I had one. I would send it to you. But I, you know, I think it's. I think it depends on the eyes you view it through. If you view it through the eyes of a mother who just had just great birthing experiences and the miracle of life and. You know, in that way, it really is a beautiful thing. But if you're viewing it as vaginas with a baby popping out, I don't know. 
I wish you could see my face right now. I'm like, just like, oh, <laughs> you know, I keep, uh, you keep messaging me. I don't know. And like any dudes, have y'all seen one? And like, was it cool or was it not cool? Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, I've got plenty. Ple- you guys have been very gracious in sending me birthing videos. So there's no shortage oh, of dear. having <laughs> access to them now. Um, but if you just go to, uh, if you want to call 888-Kramer8, that's Kramer with a K, 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8, or I'm that guy Kramer on uh, on Instagram. Okay, so I have a quote for you today. This rarely happens, but I have a quote for you. I, I had the most profound thing happen in the, one of the most unexpected places. Um, I, I really go through waves with a couple different things. Um, one of those being my divorce. Mm-hmm. I don't really think about it a lot until I do. And then when I do, I get angry. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with what happened with channel nine, three, three. I still have a lot of pent up anger in that situation, a lot of unresolved issues that I'm just going to have to accept happened. And I can either burn the house down or move on. And I've decided to move on from it. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, but it still doesn't make it easy. And I get frustrated today. I had like a really hard day. The conversation had come up earlier today about channel nine, three, three, and it just stirs up so many emotions that like you feel like you're gone. Right. And the same thing would happen with my divorce, which is getting much easier now. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like you wake up and you're like, whoo, all right. I'm like over it. I'm like, I'm good. I'm like, I'm nothing to worry about. I'm obviously moved on from it. And then something happens mm. that takes you back to that mm-hmm. place mm-hmm. and all those unresolved issues. And with both of those situations, I'm going to have to accept there's going to be unresolved issues. Mm-hmm. and or not, or just go crazy over it. And I've had mm-hmm. to accept both of those. It's just like, okay, I'm never going to get what I want from this situation. So I'm just going to have to let it rest. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was watching of all things, which I, I love this show. Queer Eye came out with oh. a new season. I don't know when it came out. Yeah. Um, I've never seen Queer Eye. It's, mm-hmm. it's on Netflix and it's five got five gay guys that just go and basically, I don't want to say makeover. It's more than like just a makeover. Which I, I think is actually their tagline. Um, it's they have somebody that teaches them how to cook, someone how to dress, how to. Uh, one does like kind of a life coaching thing, and one anyway. So they had a quote on there the other day that I thought was so good. I actually posted it on my Instagram, and it really like made me think about the process of healing. And even more so forgiveness, because in both these situations, I don't forgive a lot of things that happen in both those situations Mm -hmm. and they can stir back up me really quick. Um, But it says forgiveness is not a destination, but it's a lifelong journey. Mm -hmm. Forgiveness is not a destination, but it's a lifelong journey. Mm -hmm. And that to me was very, that was like one of those, you know, you hear a quote or you like, you hear something, you're like, Oh my God. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. That was one of those things that I really, even like with, with other certain people in my life that I still harbor frustration with. Mm-hmm. I, I can't see it as like, okay, I'm upset and now I am fine. Like mm-hmm. more of like, there, there may always be this 
journey of pain with somebody else or with a situation. But navigating it is probably going to get a little bit easier, you know, as, as time goes on. But to think that I, I like get to the destination of forgiveness, mm-hmm. you know, it is like a, uh, there's so much pressure on that, right? Like, I got to forgive or I got to get over it or I have to stop being sad. It's more of like a, don't hop right. It doesn't ha- hop right to the end, but more of a journey throughout your life of where I probably will come to a day where I'm at peace with both those situations. Mm-hmm. But right now I'm not. And instead of just mm-hmm. trying to be like, I'm over it. Mm-hmm. It kind of seems better to, to have a little bit of leniency knowing that it's a journey. Right. It's your journey. It's your life journey. And as you're, as you're going through the process of forgiveness, you're learning and discovering more about yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Today I discovered I'm not over it yet. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I'm not over it yet. As much as I want to be, as much as I want to move on emotionally from both those situations, I just am not there yet. And I thought I was, but both of them. I thought I I really I went back and listened to a podcast that we did early on. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I I do feel a lot better, a lot more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And a lot happier than I did. We, I mean, I was having days when we first started this thing where I didn't think I could even do it. I was so depressed, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't really yeah. have those days anymore. Anyway, I thought that was a really good quote. Uh, Forgiveness mm-hmm. is not a destination, but a lifelong journey. Whenever I can pull a quote out of my mom, I feel very accomplished in life. So mm-hmm. it makes me feel very good. Yes. All right. Well, should we do Ask My Mom? We can, but let me tell you what Desmond Tutu says about forgiveness before we move on. Uh, <laughs> you can't outquote me. I did the quote. I know. I know. You can't step you back did. with another quote. I got no. the quote today. <laughs> I know. I know. And I it's like, like I stole quote. your spotlight and you got pissed and now you think, oh, you, oh yeah? You think that's a good quote about forgiveness? Well, listen to this one. All right, go ahead. Bring your quote. We'll see which one's better. Go ahead. <laughs> This is from Desmond Tutu, and he says, forgiveness says you are given another chance to make a new beginning. Mm. Look at that one. Think I still like mine better. I still think it's better. I don't <laughs> mind better. I'm not trying to compete. I'm just saying it's part you of the like journey. You felt like your job was, you, you're, about to get, you're about to get pushed out of this podcast. You better hop out of something real quick. Now you're all wise and wonderful and you don't need me anymore. Oh, so that's you. a good thing. Try. That's a good thing. That's what you want your children to be. You want them to not need you anymore. So this is good news. This I is keep really watching Queer Eye. I got like five seasons. I can, you know. Well, um, that is a out. marvelous show. Oh my gosh, I have cried through so many know, of those episodes. I know, me too. It's so good. <gasps> oh, they're just oh, they're just so wonderful. Yes, I love that. I love that. I'm gonna go watch some of those now. Any um, more any more quotes or can we move on now? <laughs> no, I just wanted to be sure I got my quote in too. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> All right. When we get back, we're going to do Ask My Mom. It's a segment we do where you can ask questions to my mom. And it's, you know, unbiased. Is that what we said? Unbiased? Yeah, unbiased. Uh Not unsolicited, but unbiased. Uh, Kind of conversation that we have. Now, how do you feel if you're talking to somebody in a new relationship? Are they allowed to do this? Next on the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. Okay, ask my mom up here in just a second. First, uh, shout out to all of our new certified fans. I don't think you've had a chance to say thank you to everybody that's joined the, the certified no. fans. Have you? Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> 
Thank you. Thank you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you forever. <laughs> I feel like that should be the noise when people join. It's like that's the. Uh, certified I'm raising fans. my hands up, of course. Ooh, Are ooh, you? Thank ooh, you. Okay. <laughs> it's a, a new club that we started. It gives you new benefits to the show, like discounts and the merchandise, which I think is going to be released really soon. We'll talk about it more later on this week. Um, and uh, it gives you all kind of perks. Can um, I interject something right there? Sure. Say I got my Mother's Day gift today. Oh, yeah. You want to talk Mother's about that Mother's Day season? <gasps> It's a certified mama's boy tote bag. Yep. Royal Which, by blue. the way, did, I love it. It didn't make the cut. Is that what you're? Didn't make say? the cut for the for the for the oh, store. So dang <laughs> that's it. a oh, well, that is a limited edition print. I won't promote it then, but it really <laughs> is cute. I love it, and I'm yeah, I delighted that I have it to carry around with me. Well, I can tell you that um, anybody that's a certified fan will get first dibs on the merch, and, um, and not only that, you get a discount, and you get episodes early, and you get all kind of stuff. So if, shout out to uh, Hector, who joined today over in Crossroads, Texas, and wow. Michelle in Chula Vista, and uh, Norma over in National City, uh, Carmen and Chula Vista. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Julia mm -hmm. over in San Diego, all you guys that are joining. Um, and if I'm not shouting you out, it's probably cause you didn't fill out the second part of the survey, which had like your name <laughs> and birthday and all that. So get on that. So all those great anyway. California folks and one yep. from Texas. That's awesome. Awesome. I like that. So get to uh, get to certifiedmamasboy.com and click on fans or just scroll down to the show notes and you can click over there. Okay, ask my mom. So once uh, twice a week now, what we do is you can ask questions. There's a lot going on in the world. You may not feel comfortable asking your family and friends. You can ask us and we'll kind of give you a breakdown. It's an interesting perspective between my mom and I because we definitely have different viewpoints on a lot of issues. Um, so a lot. To, well, we just come in from different angles. You different know, generations. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Different. We we just grew up with different things, so we it's did. people usually agree with your advice more than mine. But whatever. Here yeah. we go. Okay. Uh, I'd be curious about this for your podcast, um, especially with the way things are now. Dating is so complicated. I've been seeing a guy off and on now for a while, like a long while. Life would bring us together, then pull us apart. We would break up. Where well, we date and break up, miss each other, round and around and around. Well, in we're in the miss each other phase right now. I know that when life aligns us, we're going to be fine. But for now, it's just very complicated. So we have been seeing each other again for probably two months. Nobody's pushing that we are official or dating or anything. The last time we split, we unfollowed each other on social media, and we just thought it'd be best not to re-add each other. Well, being the psycho that I am, of course, I am looking at his every move. I am looking at this at the one girl that he used to date uh, that makes me the most insecure, only to find out he still likes her pictures. It makes me irate. I know that it's not the end of the world, but it cuts me with every picture that he likes of hers. Do you think it's a big deal? Is he trying? Uh, if he's trying to work it out with me, should he be liking your pictures? And I'm also curious to ask your mom because since your mom and dad didn't grow up in a social media age. Uh, were there still complications like this that she went through or is it just a social media thing, day and age thing? Uh, love you. Thank you both. Hmm. Yeah. Social media is the fucking worst. And I'm just going to like put that out there. It's the, it's the worst. It is the 
worst. It is. Like, I, I know it has its perks. Mm. You know, we can, there are so many people that I would definitely not keep up with anymore <laughs> that uh, I'm able to at least just kind of keep up with their lives, you know, but would I call them on a regular basis? No, but I swear it brings up so many issues. Um, yes. Mom, I mean, we'll get down to the, like the bat, like the bottom part of this first, okay. which is you and dad started dating. Like what year was it? In 1970. Did you ever feel insecure about anybody else in his life? Because now the social media day and age, people are always around. They're always around. There's always a connection to somebody. They can easily, like, if it's not social media, it's texting, it's phone call. Like, that person can always be there. Uh, That person that you just don't want to be there can always be there or is always there. Um, I mean, what are your... Was that even a thing back in the day? Were there complications like that? Well, I can tell you the only quote unquote complication, and it really wasn't, was that your dad was engaged while he was in Vietnam. What? You didn't, you knew this story. I don't think I knew that. He was engaged before he went to Vietnam. He and this girl that he'd been dating for, I don't know. Two years. I don't know. I don't remember the details. And uh, then when he came back, I mean, she was really very faithful to him. She was very close to his family. She took good care of them. And she was really a a very nice person for from everything I know. Yeah. And uh, then when he came back from Vietnam. He was a very different person, and so things didn't work out for them. And so when he and I started dating, his father, his father was 50 when he was born, so he was much older, and um, he had dementia from the time I, I first met him, and I adored him. I adored him. He was so sweet and so kind, but from the day he met me, he called me Susie. That mm. was her name. <laughs> mm-hmm. And how'd that make you feel? <laughs> it really didn't bother me because, you know, I mean, he I don't know if he thought that I was her or if he just I don't know. I don't know. It didn't matter. Was there was there but, any kind of crossover between you and, and, and her? Not that I was aware of. No. <laughs> Maybe I should have <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she was, was engaged. I don't. Maybe I did. I just for, had forgotten about it. Uh huh. Yeah, he was engaged before he went to Vietnam, and then mm, I think I should talk to Dad about he that about that up. topic because I don't. <laughs> that sounds a little shady to me. So but, I don't even. I don't honestly. I mean, it's been what forty eight years. I yeah. don't remember the timing of it, but. It couldn't have been that long. I mean, he was over there in what, 68, 69. And then we got married in 71. So I don't know how how long it had been that he broke it off with her before he started dating me. I don't really know. We can use that. Just it's probably best you don't ask questions. Um, and then we, <laughs> we can use her as an example, though. I mean, was there any time where you would feel insecure? Was there any like things? Where there'd be, because like, obviously if there were social media, you may have been going a little bit crazy of like, Hey, they were like engaged, you know, Uh there was obviously something pretty, pretty, was there anything like that where you guys would have to even have to cross paths? No. Yeah. No, not at all. 
And yeah. I think if, so, if if he had been following her on social media, I would not have liked that after right after being involved with him and having a so, commitment. So then what's your take on this whole thing? So what do you think? I mean, they're not really gray areas are very complicated too, as I have learned in my casual dating phase. (laughs) I mean, gray leaves a lot of room for a lot of annoying shit to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, Things that aren't going. So, I mean, what do you think? I mean, obviously he's allowed to, he's allowed to like any picture he wants to. He's not in a relationship. Yes. You know, I think that if I didn't like it, I would have a conversation with him about it and just say that really bothers me that you're still liking her post or liking her or whatever if you are indeed investing in a relationship with me. So then let me ask you this question because I, I mean, I don't disagree with you. Um, I, I think it's, you know, if he's saying one thing, but he's still liking all these photos because here's the problem that I, I have had in the recent past is that like, I am still friends with most of the girls that I have dated in this timeline, right? Mm-hmm. Of this last well, it's just getting close to a year now. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel the need to go through and like unfriend ones that it, it like just didn't work out with, right? Like I don't mm-hmm. feel the need to go through and say, oh, well, we went on we went on three dates and it was extremely casual, but I'm going to unfriend you because I don't want it to be uncomfortable for somebody else. Do you think you have to unfriend somebody when you start dating somebody new if it was never anything official? No, not if you're just dating. But, it, but if your relationship, if you are in a committed relationship – to just each other and it and it disturbs your partner i think you should i think no matter what if you you should definitely bring it up if it bothers you bring it up you know mm-hmm. like well don't let you're it a sit. jealous you're a jealous possessive type. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so how would you feel put that on yourself how would you feel if yeah, you were in like a that. relationship and they were still following other guys they dated and were liking their post you I mean, I like that. <laughs> you would yeah. not stand for that for one minute. Yeah, that's somebody that's jealous. I get it. I get it. I just think that when things are gray, and it sounds like the situation is very gray, it's hard to go in and make like these demands or like these. And I feel like she's struggling with it now, where she wants to be like, "Hey, knock it off." I also don't think it automatically means that he's not into you. So no, I, don't think I agree that with way that. Either. I agree with that. Yeah. But does she have the right, you think, at this point in there, like two months back to be like, hey, I don't like this? Or is that going to make him be like, oh, we're just I mean, you know, this figuring is it out? Those. Ask my moms where you want to ask a thousand questions. Yeah. It's so hard. I mean, I, I would I would want to know what the terms of the commitment were, you know? I mean, are they saying they want to be exclusive? Are they saying that they're going to date other people too? Right. I mean, what what are the terms of the you know what are the arrangements? Why don't you call us now? Uh, the phone number is eight 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 Kramer eight. Like, have you been in a situation like this where you've had to, like this gray area? And are you allowed to make rules like that when you're in the gray area? You know, like if somebody if you're working towards something, I kind of like to hear your opinion. Eight 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 Kramer eight. I think though that you're allowed to be upset. I think especially if you guys aren't following each other. And he's 
like not, you know, if you're like working back on being together, I think you definitely can address it and kind of work it out from there. And mm-hmm. I all wish we could go back to 1971 and date because it sounds like it was a whole lot easier. than <laughs> It was so much easier. It was so <laughs> much easier. I got to talk to dad about this whole situation. I feel like there's some About his untruths. prior engagement before Yeah, mom. how that all how that all worked out. I don't know yeah, if it all lined he'd up. He'd probably be right. very happy to talk about it. Yeah, I bet. Maybe later on this week we can get okay. him on. All okay. right. I know it's late. I love you. Okay. Love you forever. Okay, let's uh, let's give you some good news, and then we'll send you on your way. There is a restaurant in Naples that right before they were shut down, it's called Bill's Cafe, and right before they were forced to shut down, the governor's you know stay at home order. One of their regular breakfast customers took Bill aside and was like, "Hey, um, I, I have two envelopes for you, one for you and one for help." And while that amount was undisclosed, um, the donor then asked Bill, "Would he be willing to send 100 sandwiches per day?" to the Naples Community Hospital across the street. Of course, Bill's like, yeah, I'm like way on it. And over the course of a couple of weeks of doing this, of donating these sandwiches, raised over $40,000 for that restaurant. $40,000. It worked out. It, it, it literally saved my cafe. It was so nice and kind of them. A little salt and pepper. The future is uncertain, but I'm very optimistic. I'm a glass half full guy. Shout out to that good Samaritan over in Naples, Florida. All right, we'll take you over to Colorado now. And in the wake, of course, of George Floyd's death over in Minnesota, Colorado lawmakers are pushing for an immediate police reform on issues they say they've been debating for a long time. The legislation is going to attempt a few different things. Number one, make police more accountable for their violence and other violations of private citizens' constitutional rights. It will expand the use of body cameras that repeal the rights to use deadly force on fleeing felons mandate a yearly report on use of violent force and prevent officers with complaints registered against them from transferring departments. It would also allow private citizens like you and I to be able to file lawsuits within our own means against officers that breach constitutional rights for up to $100,000. A banning on chokeholds, there is a collection of racial profiling data, of enforcement procedures, and objective justification of making stops. I mean, someone does have to police the police, right? I mean, no matter what your belief is, uh, I don't see why stricter guidelines on police can be bad. That's just my my take on it, right? Um, I I don't see why there shouldn't be somebody that oversees this kind of stuff, right? Even if it's for the police's sake, at least then it's documented, right? There's no gray area. I feel like the problem we have in our time is there's so much gray area of like what's allowed and what's not. And the more this is like kind of firmed in or, you know, narrowed down, it just kind of makes it easier in everybody. Okay. So I've been asking you the question of, do you want the end of the show to be made me laugh or made me think? And I'm even kind of torn depending on the day. Like some days I want to think, some days I want to laugh today. I'm going to give you both. Okay. Dude's name is Michael Che and you may know him from Saturday night live. He is the, he's a writer and he's on weekend update with, um, what's the other guy's name? Colin, 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 <laughs> not Colin Farrell, um, but they're two writers and they do they do Weekend Update. And he did a stand up special on Netflix years ago because I saw this years ago and I thought it was so funny. And he really points out about Black Lives Matter and why it is so important. So listen to this. We can't agree on anything anymore. As a country, we just can't agree. We just fight about everything. 
We can't even agree on Black Lives Matter. That's a controversial statement. Black lives matter. Not matters more than you, just matters. Matters. Just matters. That's where we're starting the negotiations. Matters. We can't agree on that shit. What the fuck is less than matters? Black lives exist, can we say that? Can we say... Is that controversial? We always ask for the lowest common denominator. We ask for the lowest rights. Gays were fighting for equal rights. Equal rights. That's, could you believe that's an actual stance you could have? You could be for equal rights? That means there's people out there saying, I think everybody should have the same rights as everyone else. And there's other people like, nah, son, I disagree. <laughs> I just don't think so. Black people was fighting for civil rights, not even equal. <laughs> just civil. Can we get civil? Can we get, I'll take civil rights. Just be civil. Civil. Can we get civil? Turn the fucking hose off. Can we just get... <laughs> they don't tell you black lives don't matter. That's not what they say. That's not the argument. They hit you with that slick shit. Like, well, all lives matter. Really? Semantics? That would be like if your wife came up to you and was like, do you love me? And you were like, baby, I love everybody. What are you talking about? God's creatures. What are you saying? You're no different. I mean, it makes you laugh and it makes you think too. And, you know, I want to thank every single person that's become a certified fan this month because, you know, every dollar is going to Black Lives Matter. It's really important. So if uh, if you want to become a part of it, would really appreciate it. CertifiedMamasBoy.com and click on fans or just uh, scroll down in the show notes and join on there. All right. Thank you. I'd be, to be honest, I was having a rough day today and I just appreciate you giving me this ability to come on here and keep producing content for you. It really is what I love to do. I love to connect with you every single day and I appreciate you letting me do it again today. 888-Kramer8 is the phone number if you want to sound off on anything from today, from Ask my mom or anything else. We'd love to hear from you, okay? All right. uh, Tomorrow back with a brand new episode. I'll see you then. Love you. Goodbye. Okay. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.